brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Chapter 29 of Baron Munchausen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chris Sanner. The Surprising Adventures of Baron Munchausen by Rudolf Eric Rasp. Chapter 29. The Baron's retinue is opposed in a heroic style by Don Quixote, who in his turn is attacked by Gog and Magog. Lord Whittington, with the Lord Mayor's show, comes to the assistance of Don Quixote. Gog and Magog assail his lordship. Lord Whittington makes a speech, and deludes Gog and Magog to his party. A general scene of uproar and battle among the company, until the Baron, with great presence of mind, appeases the tumult. "'What art thou?' exclaimed Don Quixote on his potent steed. "'Who art thou?' Speak, or by the eternal vengeance of mine arm, thy whole machinery shall perish at the sound of this, my trumpet. Astonished at so rude a salutation, the great sphinx stopped short, and, bridling up herself, drew in her head like a snail when it touches something that it does not like. The bull set up a horrid bellowing, the cricket sounded an alarm, and Gog and Magog advanced before the rest. One of these powerful brothers had in his hand a great pole, to the extremity of which was fastened a cord of about two feet in length, and to the end of the cord was fastened a ball of iron, with spikes shooting from it like the rays of a star. With this weapon he prepared to encounter, and advancing thus he spoke, "'Audacious white, that thus, in complete steer raid, doth dare to venture across my way, to stop the great Munchausen?' Know then, proud knight, that thou shalt instant perish neath my potent arm. When Quixote, Mancha's knight, responded firm, Gigantic monster, leader of witches, crickets, and chimeras dire, know thou that here, before yon as your heaven, the cause of truth, of valor, and of faith, right pure, shall ordeal counter-try it. 
thus he spoke and brandishing his mighty spear would instant prodigy sublime perform had not some white placed neath the tail of dark rosinante furs all thorny base at which quadrupedanting plunged the steed an instant on the earth the knight wrought credo for his life at that same moment ten thousand frogs started from the morions of gog and magog and furiously assailed the knight on every side in vain he roared and invoked fair dulcinea del toboso for frog's wild croaking seemed more loud more sonorous than all his invocations and thus in battle vile the knight was overcome and spawn all swarmed upon his glittering helmet deteste miscreants roared the knight avaunt enchanters dire and goblins could alone this arduous task perform to rout the knight of mancha foul defeat and war even such as ne'er was known before then hear o del toboso hear my vows that thus in anguish of my soul i urge midst frogs gridalbin hecaton kai talon and the rove for such the names and definitions of their qualities their separate powers for merlin plumed their airy flight and then in watery moonbeam died his rod eccentric at the touch ten thousand frogs strange metamorphosed croaked even thus and here they come on high behest to vilify the knight that erst defended famed virginity and matrons all be wronged and pilgrims whore and courteous guise of all but the age of chivalry is gone and the glory of europe is extinguished forever he spake and sudden good lord whittington at head of all his rari show came forth antique armour of chivalry and helmets old and troops all streamers flags and banners glittering gay red gold and purple and in every hand a square of gingerbread all gilded nice was brandished awful at a word ten thousand naples biscuits crackers buns and flannel cakes and hats of gingerbread and counted in mid-air in glorious exultation like some huge storm of millstones or when it rains whole clouds of dogs and cats the frogs astonished thunderstruck forgot their notes and music that before had seemed so terrible and drowned the cries of knight renown and mute in wonder heard the words of whittington pronouncing solemn goblins chimeras dire or frogs or whatsoever enchantment thus presents an antique shape attend and hear the words of peace and thou good herald read aloud the riot act he ceased and dismal was the tone that softly breathed from all the frogs in chorus who quick had petrified with fright unless redoubted gog and magog both with poles high topped with airy bladders by a string dependent had not stormed against his lordship ever and anon the bladders loud and resounding on his chaps proclaimed their fury against all potent law coercive mayorality when he submissive thus in cunning guile addressed the knight's assailant gog magog renowned and famous what my sons shall you assail your father 
friend and chief confessed, shall you, thus armed with bladders vile, attack my title, eminence and pomp sublime? Subside, vile discord, and again return to your true legions. Think, my friends, how oft your gorgeous pouch I've crammed, all calapash, green fat, and calapee. Remember how you feasted, stood inert for ages, until size immense you've gained. And think how different is in the service of Munchausen, where you o'er seas, cold and briny, float along the tide, eternal toiling like to slaves of Algiers and Tripoli, and even on high, balloon-like, through the heavens have journeyed late, upon a rainbow or some awful bridge stretched eminent, as if on earth he had not work sufficient to distress your potent servitudes, but he should also seek in heaven dire cause of labour. Recollect, my friends, even why or wherefore you thus assail your lawful magistrate, or why desert his livery, or for what or wherefore serve this German Lord Munchausen, who for all your labour shall alone bestow some fudge and heroic blows in war? Then cease, and thus in amity return to friendship aldermanic, bungy, brown, and sober. Cease ye then, right worshipful, when both the warring champions instant stemmed their battle, and in sign of peace and unity returning, neath their feet reclined their weapons. Sudden, at a signal, either stamped his foot sinistrine, and the loud report of bursting bladder stunned each surrounding ear, like the roar of thunder from on high convulsing heaven and earth. Twas now upon the saddle once again the knight of Manja rose, and in his hand, far balancing his lance, full tilt against the troops of bulls opposing run, thou, shrill, krillitril kill, than whom no cricket e'er on hob of rural cottage, or chimney black, more gladsome turned his merry note, e'en thou didst perish, shrieking gave the ghost in empty air, the sport of every wind, for e'en that heart so jocund, and so gay was pierced, harsh spitted by the lance of Moncha, while undaunted thou didst sit between the horns that crowd Maumowski, and now Whittington advanced, midst armour antique and the powers Magog and Gog, and with his rod enchanting touched the head of every frog, long mute and thunderstruck, at which, in universal chorus and salute, they sung blithe jocund, and a main advanced rebellious gainst my troop, while Sphinx, though great, gigantic, seemed instinctive, base, and cowardly, and at the sight of storming gingerbread, and powers, Magog and Gog, and Quixote, all against her, started fierce, o'erturning boat, balloons, and all. Loud roared the bulls, hideous, and the crash of wheels, and chaos of confusion drear, resounded far from earth to heaven, and still more fierce in charge the great Lord Whittington from poke of ermine his framed grimalkin took. She screamed, and harsh attacked my bulls confounded. Lightning-like she darted, and from half the troop their eyes devouring tore, nor could the riders, crickets thrown sublime, escape from rage, from fury less averse than cannons murder o'er the stormy sea. 
the great Maumowski roared amain, and plunged in anguish, shunning every dart of fire-eyed fierce Grimalkin. Dire the rage of warfare and contending crickets, Quixote and great Magog, when Whittington advancing. Good, my friends and warriors, headlong on the foe bear down impetuous. He spoke, and waving high the mighty rod, tipped wonderful each bull, at which more fierce the creatures bellowed, while enchantment drear devoured their vitals. And all had gone to wreck in more than mortal strife, unless, like Neptune orient from the stormy deep, I rose, in towering o'er the ruins of my fighting troops. Serene and calm I stood, and gazed around undaunted, nor did aught oppose my foes impetuous, but sudden, from chariot, purses plentiful of fudge poured forth, and scattered it amain o'er all the crowd contending, as when old Catherine or the careful Joan doth scatter to the chickens bits of bread and crumbs fragmented, while rejoiced they gobble fast the proffered scraps, in general plenty and fraternal peace, and hush, she cries, hush, hush. End of chapter 29Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.